All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to class. This is another episode of the Culture Academy podcast. If I'm correct, this is episode 17. We're closely uh, creeping into that 20 territory. Almost to a dub. I'm excited. Almost, almost to a dub. So, you know, we'll, we'll see Smoke what's happening. Smoke a dub for the dub. All right, man. So, as, as always. <clears throat> class is in session, man. Class is definitely in session. Um, you know, just before we get class started today, we have a special guest in the building. I like oh, yeah. use the word special. It's just uh, it gives me a little movado feel, you know. I'm so special, <laughs> so it's pretty. It's pretty good. I'm just gonna let you in- introduce yourself, man. Why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Hey, what's up, going on, world? It's Linda Glory Eight. Oh yeah, yeah we kind of overdue for this one. Oh yeah, I'm excited about this one because this 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 is a brother. I, of mine. I feel I'm going to get some Skip Bayless over here. Skip Bayless, so I can tell you disagree <laughs> with me a lot. Hey um, man, he, he he tunes in. He he's been chopping at the bit to get it in with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get to it, baby. Yeah, definitely. We're ready to we're ready to get it going on. Uh, just pull the mic closer, like the entire mic. I, I just noticed. That part, I, I just part. noticed this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are, are you be watching the Real house? Oh, this is no, a commercial. no, 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 no. This say, a, what the fuck? This is a commercial. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, man. So we got we got uh, Lenny Glory out here. Man, I'm just gonna sit here and say I'm just gonna tell you right now. I mean, I could probably find your credits here. I'm just gonna give you some random credits just to boost. Um, Everybody here, I'm pretty sure he's probably written for Drake in the past. It's <laughs> probably, probably on some credits so we can find him in the albums in the credit section. All right. If that's the case, man, we definitely need to see some of these checks. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We need to see some of these <laughs> some checks, royalty checks, man. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good um good episode here, man. We got the, a few things to talk about. Now we're gonna focus a lot. NBA All Star Weekend is coming this weekend. We got the halfway part, man. We got to do it. Halfway part. We're gonna talk awards. We're gonna talk teams. We're gonna talk a lot of shit. You guys are gonna hate the Warriors. We're gonna do it. Uh, definitely. <laughs> I can't wait. And I, I do have a Lakers thing I want to follow up with you about, so we'll definitely do that later. But just to get started, um, you know, the Grammys. Let's just get started directly on the Grammys here. Um, I want to know if any of you guys caught the Grammys. I watched the Grammys. Um, and when I say watch the Grammys, what I mean by that is, I mean that I recorded the Grammys and then I watched all the performances and then, you know, checked out the awards that I wanted to check out. Other than that, I didn't watch the Grammys through and through, no. What about you? Um, straight from the internet. <laughs> straight from the internet. Okay. Because I'm on that boat that he is right now. Straight from the I don't catch. Did you watch the Grammys? I don't catch award shows, man. You, you know don't, yeah, I know. You know. I, just, I have to ask. Maybe, maybe, maybe you watch this one. Nah, I didn't. I did see a few things while they were happening. I saw my boy uh, CeeLo go in there like a Magnum rapper. What'd you think uh, of that? He looked like a, he did look like a like like tro- like 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 a Magnum rapper. Dude looked like the next uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy villain. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. And he wasn't up for any awards. Well, so he, he just tried to steal somebody's shot. Yeah, he just trying to. I mean, and it's funny. You know what's the funniest part about that is um. You know that's what he's trying to do, and that shit worked. Like what the hell fuck yeah. everybody hell, talking about yeah. CeeLo? Hell yeah, it worked. Yeah, this dude's a fucking genius out there. So, um, yeah, we had a few of these uh, different, um, you know, ensembles, if you will, for these fucking artists. The big thing was, of course, the awards, uh, the awards that happened. You know, shout out to uh, Chance the Rapper, who uh, got three awards. Is that right? Yeah, three. He, he three. took home three. Three awards. One of them including Album of the Year, which I think is incredible when you don't even sell your album. It's a fucking mixtape. But that's, that's a really... Really good look for him, man. Especially being why an independent you, artist. Why are you hating on the mixtape, love? Oh no, I'm not hating on the mixtape. I, you know what I think personally? I think Chance really opened the door because now we're in streaming. Nobody buys physical albums. I think he opened the door for a lot of these mixtapes from major artists or even independent artists to be considered for awards because 
if you're just looking at streaming numbers, you don't fucking necessarily have to sell it. Do you streams? Do you guys feel the body of work warranted a Grammy? For me, yes. Um, the way that whole deal went down for Apple, right? The way he released it, the major that made Apple go to another level because before that it was kind of iffy. It was, but that whole mixtape, I'm think I thought it was an album when I heard it and listened to it. And it's really good. It, it, cuts it, was, and everything, it was received as an album. It, it was structured perfectly mm. just for him. Mm. Yeah. So was the quality of work. Worthy of a Grammy? Yeah, the quality work definitely. I'm a big Chance the Rapper fan. I like Chance the Rapper. I still can't believe my nigga was in the Kit Kat commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, right? Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy when you get Kit Kat commercials off that shit. But uh, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big Chance the Rapper, and he got one of the biggest singles out there. No problem. Come on, man. There's no argument there. Come on, man. So I'm not, I'm not really um, attuned to the Grammys that like that. But when, when you have features on the record, do those people featured on the record which you get Grammys? Yeah, they got one. Chance was like. Wow. He's celebrating in the car. Really? Yeah, wow, he, that's awesome. Well, that's he awesome got one, yeah. That would make sense to me because if you're a part of an, an album and an album goes maybe gold or platinum, you still get a plaque. So, like, you know, people who help produce albums and engineer it, they all get plaques. So that would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to Chance the Rapper. There was a few uh, things in Grammys that people didn't agree with, and we could touch on one of them. We talked a little bit about one on air. I'll save that because I got the, the better question for you guys. How are you feeling about Hotline Bling winning the Grammy? For best rap song oh of the my year. God. I just want to preface it. Maybe not how I believe when in the Grammy because that's a big record. But for best rap song. Go ahead. They have to stop this. <laughs> they have to stop this. Who's Please. voting on this stuff? I don't know. Do we know? I, I'm serious. Who, who I votes? have no idea. And that's actually a good point. That's a good question that you're you're saying because if whoever shouldn't that be like best pop vocal? But that's what I mean. So <laughs> right? let, whoever's voting on this, if they have a committee. I don't know how the fuck they do it, but you, you would have to think that people are voting, voting on different genres that they may not listen to. Right. Exactly. Not which think, is exactly. why somebody can vote in Adele over Beyonce for album. Speak, exactly. For, for the best, uh, whatever that was. I, I agree with you 100%. But um, but I did want to speak on the point that, you know, I do want to shout out to the Grammys, I guess, in the case and point of kind of getting it right. Because we do have to remember just a couple of years ago, McLemore and Ryan Lewis kind of cleaned up at the Grammys in the hip hop category. Yes. So I so I guess they kind of came back to earth in some sense. Somewhat, and I say somewhat because uh, from the from the reports that were out there is that Ryan, uh, not Ryan Lewis, Macklemore did not submit his album for contention this year. So Macklemore kind of took himself out of the race. So I'm pretty sure they probably been some fuckery there. And no disrespect to Macklemore, I actually like Macklemore. No, that's disrespect because because at the end of the day, and you know, especially with us. Being 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 the academy and trying to keep it as pure as possible, I feel like I, it always it always upsets me when you have what I feel to be outsiders come in and don't really pay homage to to, to those, but yet you you clean sweeping everything mm-hmm. and you benefiting off of the bat. You standing on the shoulders of others who kind of pioneered this before you. At least the great white hype paid his dues before you know what I'm saying before he came in and smashed all of us brothers. So what do you mean by that? I, I just want to get clear. I feel I feel. Magmore Ryan Lewis is more so in a pop in a pop space, but yet they came through and they and they got and they got recognition as if they was pure true MCs through and through. When in actuality they're not. Well, they definitely should have had one over Kendrick that year. Uh, no, not. stop it! No, 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 definitely way. not. No way. Definitely not. But I feel like if we take away from their album, 
just because of the fact that they're white and more poppy sounding, especially when Drake is doing the same thing, would be disrespect to them. Because mm, but, but Drake, I think the album was a good album. The Macklemore album was good. Correct. It was a good poppy. It was it was in the pop space. But to your point with Drake, um, but Drake originally came from the culture though. So he paid. So he paid his homage. He paid his dues. And then due to his success and his crossover appeal, he finds himself now in that pop space. But rack, but but these characters we're talking about, they kind of jumped out the chute, kind of already in that pop space. Yeah. But, okay, fair enough. I tell you but what, fuck, though. But like you say, fuck award shows. <laughs> I tell you what, though. Real quick, we can kind of hop off these award shows. Uh, even though Beyonce didn't win, I was kind of happy that Solange Knows won for Cranes in the Sky. Even though I kind of felt that I, I personally would have given it to Permission by Ro James. I'm a so, does that James now guy. Mean, so does that now mean that she has arrived? Is she out of her sister's shadow now with the Grammy? Not with the Grammy, but with the album, yes. <laughs> but with the album, yes. She's never going to oh. be as good as Beyonce. Never. Is, she, is she out of her shadows? Yeah, and they. Does the from, Grammy do it? From rumors saying that she's writing for other people now. Like, oh, really? Yeah, she. Including Beyonce? That, they, they say, say that. that. That's been thrown in the air. No. They, because her content is so, like, on another level. Like, right. They say she could write for, like, women rappers almost. I like that, man. Shout out yeah. to Solange, man. Shout I out, can see that, shout though. Out to, shout out to Jay for knowing his Grammy facts. I didn't know she, I didn't know she won a Grammy. <laughs> shout no, out to no. Google for hooking up Grammy shout facts. Out you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, no, you know what, though? Let's let's talk about that real quick. And we kind of hop off the Grammys because we've got some NBA talk to go at. But um, I don't think it really matters when an R&B artist writes. It's kind of what Tyrese, did you see the Tyrese Breakfast Club interview? Absolutely, I did. Specifically what he said, which was, I don't give a fuck if I'm writing because I'm still <laughs> fucking bitches and getting this fucking money. That's true, though. Right. I, I think in every other genre, that holds true. But again, with especially with us Rapid being hip-hop. hip-hop fans, you don't come into our space talking about somebody else wrote your shit. Right, nah, right, that, that right. will never fly here. And you right. wonder why? Because rap is relatable. Mm. It's, it's your story. Your like, story. Can't nobody else story. tell... You an MC, you know. Can anybody else tell your story like you can tell it? That's what I'm saying. So if you got somebody who's R&B, they can write you a song and you talking about either cheating on your girl or you madly in love and everybody can feel that. But when you come rapping and you come about your story about where you grew up at and somebody else is writing it, that's really where it gets really fuzzy there. Mm-hmm. Facts, man. I, I, I agree with you boys 100%. Yeah, man. So Grammys was pretty, um, you know, pretty popping everybody it's just like a more or less I, I shout out blue just, ivy getting the most cameos as a child ever <laughs> i swear every award show she get the most cameos she gotta get her time in right now <laughs> she has to oh and definitely before those other yeah, two ones pop two out you know in. what i mean since jay-z's apparently finding time to diss people when he's fucking um speak on it speak on, on it. the way you know? <laughs> speak on it i want to know what you feel about we this we got though. to man what do you guys feel about this the jay-z shots at drake because they were clearly shots at drake Drake on the DJ Khaled record is called Shining with Beyonce. Go ahead, Glory, get him because because you are one of the one of the top hip hop heads yes. that I know. Talking current, underground, nineties, eighties. How do you feel about the about the the, the, the sparring war? Because they've been sparring back and forth for a couple I, of years now. I feel that Jay should just go ahead and just dismantle this dude. <laughs> Damn, just dismantle. go just go ahead <laughs> because. From like a big big standpoint, he can do it. Which Joe Budden did that already. Oh, speak on buttons because we have Budden the biggest that. button fans in the building. <laughs> Budden did that, but lyrically, they you know Button got him. Everybody what? don't want to hear Joe Budden. They mm. keep talking about he's a one hit wonder, mm. all this other foolishness. Which is facts. Pump, pump, pump. You know. Won't you pump it up. 
And even Joe Budden admitted that. <laughs> yeah, did, did, did you see that. that interview with the, who was it, Brilliant Idiots? Yeah, Brilliant Idiots. Charlamagne yeah. said, how do you feel about him calling him a one-hit wonder? I'm a one-hit wonder. But, yeah. but, but, but I kind of want to elaborate on that thought that you said, that, that you said that Jay was big enough. So you feel that it would take someone of that stature to really make the people stand up and listen to what they got to say. Because even with Meek, I'll say it, even though it was too, too little too late, War Pains was a good record. I like War Pains. War Pains was a good record. Yeah, he, but that plays into what I think about it. Oh, go ahead. Right. He, which is, uh, which is um, I don't think, and this is crazy because I'm a huge hip-hop fan. Mm. In 2017, I don't think Jay would win a battle with Drake. Oh, man. Glory, go ahead. You want to know why I say it? And it's not anything to do with ly- lyrically because lyrically, Drake, uh, Jay-Z can out-rap Drake and run circles around him. And he'll, he's definitely come out the heart of this record. It's just what it is in 2017. What battling is in 2017. Mm-hmm. People know Drake doesn't write his lyrics. Nobody gives a fuck. These young okay. kids don't care. So that would take away from his ammo he could use, you feel? You, yeah, exactly. You win battles based off of memes, social media, and things like that. When he beat Meek, a lot of it was because, not only because of the records, but a lot of it is because you're clowning What's his the timing of it all with also? memes and timing. And I don't feel like Jay-Z would want to play that game. Mm. And everybody would think that... Jay Z uh, would uh, lose the lose the beef, even though he would win lyrically based on um, all those other factors. I mean, if Drake comes out with a pop song right now and throws a bunch of shots at Jay Z and everybody's singing the song, who do you think's gonna they, they're gonna think's gonna win? Even though Jay Z might drop some takeover type shit in 2017, and we're like, yo, he just killed this clown, but Drake is still gonna pop. I feel you know what I feel like it's kind of I matured enough to say that I think that Jay Z and Nas, I think Jay Z won that. Glory. Now, your thoughts. Back then, I thought Nas wanted, but when I hear Takeover Blueprint oh. Two, just based off of facts, it's, it's, it's Big Brother now. Is he? It's Big Brother now gone from being the cool kid on the block to the old man on the block. He just the OG. Like, so he's the OG, but the respected OG. Like nobody would think to cross this man. <clears throat> he's at that stature. So when you said you said the thing about you know you thinking Drake will win. I think it might be it might come to cut down the middle because as you see he jumped on this Khaled thing and Khaled is the hottest smoking thing he right really now. Is. That's true. With that beat and his wife on it, and that's a single that, that they put hard. out. Right? Is, is this <laughs> With, a single? Yeah, it's a single. With that that beat and his wife on it, that's num- it's number one already. They're gonna eat it up. So if you take you take Jay and put him on that kind of that kind of spectrum with him dissing Drake, we gonna have it. It's gonna it's gonna even out. Because that's a pop, that's a pop track right now. It is. So, it, it, but but you now, know what? Let, though? Me, let me ask you guys this: Is is Jay Z now also a pop figure? Because look at how big he is now. No, I don't think so. Uh, he, I don't think so. Based on his last few records, I mean, I may not like the last. But few I mean, records. you did the Mac with Carlo Holy Grail. You had records with JT. You know what I mean? You're doing a lot of these. J- in a lot of in a lot of ways, I could almost say that Jay Z was the crossover appeal before Drake pulled. He was, and yeah, Drake is that. Guy. But the only thing is, he's not singing. Yes, mm. he's not singing, so mm. he can point. get away with a little more. Good point. Good point. But here's my point with the, with that is just, I think okay, I found an interesting fact today, and I heard this fact on the radio when they were discussing the beef, and I did not know this, and this kind of this kind of is why I had this opinion when I first heard the joint. From Cal and I'm like, yo, Jay's about to wash this guy. But then I had this opinion just based off one thing. Jay-Z's been out since like 94, 95, 96. Well, he's I think his first album might have dropped 95, 96, but he's been out before then. Yeah. Jay-Z has not had a number one record until Empire State of Mind. 
That that is actually a fact. Like I did, I had to look it up too when they said it. But he did not have a number one record until Empire State of Mind. Now part of that is because hip hop isn't what it is today. Back then hip hop was still kind of this. They didn't want to give him respect and shit like that. And now it's more respected and you hear it everywhere. But Drake has consistently had number one singles. So I feel like if Jared Drake this is him in certain type of way, it's just going to be a number one single that everybody's going to be playing. And now if that happens, it's a problem. Which is what Drake does. If 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 if, if you put out a record and your diss record now becomes an anthem, like something like it did <laughs> for me with the Summer 16 shit, you can't do nothing with that. And fans but, eat up Drake. Like the fact that Back to Back got a... Uh, uh, nominated for an award is fucking crazy. That's, that's to crazy. Me. But 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 I did hear what you said earlier, and and I'm gonna just touch on this real quick before we get to another uh, beef amongst uh, New York rappers. <laughs> um, yes, Jay Z beat Nas in the battle, and I'm not gonna say that he beat him lyrically because lyrically Nas won the battle. But the reason why I give it to Jay Z over Nas, and I know Nas had his personal issues going on, but when a nigga comes through and throws not rocks, but throws grenades at your house, and you take almost a year to respond, you lose. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear it. Ether, Ether was, too, was too much too late. Well, he did, he did not, enough to win, but it was too late. By the I'm time not going to say based Ether. on that because it was a different time back then. It's not it the bubbling era, but bro. it was too long. Just bro. even after, like when I look at uh, uh-huh. Blueprint 2, like when I, I, I take condoms the, in your baby seat. When, on, when, I, when I take the come, whole condoms in consideration. The baby seat. Come on, man. That's enough, though. When Jay on Blueprint 2, that record, you know, it was on Blueprint 2. It was called Blueprint 2. When he says, is it Uchi Walla Walla or is it one Mike Black Girl lost a shorty owe you for ice? I've been real on my life. Come on, man. That type of shit right there, it kind of lead me the other way. I get why Ether was so effective because, I mean, you fucking start the record and you say, fuck Jay-Z. Ether would have killed anybody else. But that, um, technically, that stuff in the Blueprint 2 was really Blueprint 1. So he released all that at that time. But the whole thing, like, um... Fact, he was factual. Do you give it to Nas? He was or factual. Do you, or do you give it to Jigga? That's that's the one of the classic battles of all time. And you know what though? It's it's easy for us to say it too right now. I have to we, agree with my man, you know, Jay over here, because he was like uh at the time, and even one of the barbers I you know go to, he was saying that at the time it just grows in if you go back and listen to it, Jay Z really won that. He and really went factual. No, because he went the factual route. <clears throat> now, if we go off some like you know some wordplay and just witty and all that stuff, Nas nah, hand bro. down. He got him. If you are talking about to embarrass me, that woke up Jay. It woke him up. That man. woke him up. Like man, this man making me like a fool out here. It really woke him up. So now he's okay. We gonna be like that. I'm gonna go get disrespectful. So he went to the super ugly and all that. You know, mm. that's when he went. Which his mama made him apologize. Facts. <laughs> which, which I think is funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, 50 fucked Ross's ad was baby mama. Nah, he did it. He did it, but he had the tape of her, you know, getting taken yeah. care of. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. So saying saying you leave comments yo, on baby seat and having it was fucked up. Yo. You 50 was low down. Like, yo. <laughs> 50 took that's beef to a whole nother. Yeah. We, we need an episode <laughs> just I for still, 50. I, I we still, need an episode just for 50. Exactly. I still say, like, anybody that's foolish enough to go against 50 is just foolish. Like, 
he would go to that level because well, well, he's petty like that. Well, you know mm-hmm. what? Well, with well, these next guys we're going to talk about definitely went up against 50. I think they went up against Jay-Z, too, with the open with the open toes. With, with jeans on. But, Shout out to Killer. But, but what do you guys make of, of these guys? Used to be, they was one of my favorite groups. I, I don't know if I can, I can only speak for myself. They was one no, of, my, one of favorite my, groups. my favorite groups. They, they definitely, you can't talk about hip-hop culture without mentioning the diplomats and everything that they did for culture, everything they did for, for the city of New York. <clears throat> Especially for me coming up, I was in middle school, high school, and these in the really at their peak. But but what do we have to say of with 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 Crybaby Jimmy? <laughs> Why you gotta call and, and, c- Come on, man, because it's true, man. Because he was up there flexing, crying with flex. He be crying on loving hip hop. Killer said he be crying all <laughs> the time. But he's speaking. But he's speaking from the heart, though. You gonna fault I, I, him for I that? I understand he's an emotional guy, but come you on, you gonna man. fault him for that, man? And 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 then the the funniest guy, the best personality that I know in hip hop since I've Killer. been a fan, Killer Cam. What? Well, I don't share your sentiments. I don't think there's a problem with Jim Jones crying about it because <laughs> if you're that passionate about something, especially for that type of, I mean, you gotta remember these cats been. I think Camp said he knew Jimmy since 19, but he knew Joel's for a lot longer than that. So if you've been, uh, if you grew up with each other uh, like that, Cam, 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 and Jimmy been, been been running together since like four, since like 14. Yeah. So when you when you look at how long they've been deep rooted and whatnot, I don't think it's um. I, I don't mind him being emotional. I will say this. And when you say emotional, what do you mean? Emotion. I don't mind Jim crying. I don't mind Jim crying. Okay. I, and the I, fact I call that, it what it is, man. And the fact that Because the, the way that Flex was looking at him, bro, Flex looked like he was ready to start laughing. Dude. <laughs> and the, then Cam. Yeah, I don't think he went that pressure, though. But see, <laughs> but see, here's the thing. I think Cam is really like. The fact that he's going to sit here and like start off his fucking live thing and just come out the gate. So, yeah, I'm going to tell the story, but I ain't going to cry like Jimmy. <laughs> You see my nigga in the robe in, in typical killer fashion, oh, <laughs> with man. the robe and the single can of Pepsi. So let's get let's get some backstory here, so people know what we're talking about. So Jim Jones did an interview on Hot ninety seven with the Funk Master Flex, coming Master fresh Flex off show. of the supposed to talk about the Rock Nation deal. Yeah, which when, Cam said he went to go defend himself over that Rock Nation because because he's dipshit. Now elaborate on that, Glory. Why did he feel that he need to defend himself on that? Because the diplomats got in his head. Okay. Fan, fan base okay. Get you, okay. Get you. okay. It has to be the fan. So he base. felt that he needed to reach out to Flex to kind of clear the air and, and why he signed to Rock to Rock Nation, correct? Correct. Go ahead, Jay. You got it. Yes. Yeah, so um obviously he had an interview and he got very emotional. And by emotion, I mean he bust out of tears. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he just started crying when he was talking about the situations about the fact that uh, more or less he he did some like real street shit defending the diplomat's honor and just to see where they're at right now, um, which I can see that. That's why I'm not mad at him for being uh, crying. Now maybe he shouldn't have did it publicly because it always looks bad, but I can see where he. If you came out, you helped build something, and you really care that much about it, and you can honestly see there's no end of the road with a reconciliation. You're gonna feel some type of way when you're being. So now asked you feel you questions. can just air all your dirty laundry since since. since. So you say at the end of the day, since you feel that there's no reconciliation in sight, no, you can just kind of at this point, no, <laughs> you no can just way. air all the dirty laundry and put it out there. Or if you're signing to a new record label, I would think you have to distance yourself from whatever you st- whatever you were associated with. So you're better off just telling it. I mean, this ain't new. Like like we were talking about off the air, uh, Drake did a show in NY for his Summer 16 tour, was it? Right. And he brought out uh, J- uh, Cameron and Joels to perform, and Jim Jones was in the fucking crowd. That's true. And then when they asked. Uh, damn, that's so funny to even hear, to even say that out loud. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but a little backstory on that. Um, apparently, uh, 
um, Jewels or Drake had reached out to Jewels, and then since Jewels then in turn said, "Hey Cam, Drake would like us to do this," so Drake didn't even mention Jimmy. So then, therefore, Killer was like, "How am I going to invite Jimmy to come on stage with us when it's not even my performance?" Fair enough, but that that speaks to the entire dip set. So it's not just King. But damn, y'all couldn't bring Jimmy backstage. The nigga was in the crowd like he bought a ticket, man. <laughs> God and, damn, man. And you know what the best part about it is? So obviously Cam goes on his uh, was it Insta Live, Instagram Live. He, I think right, he went right. Instagram. Yeah, he went on for a while too. It was like I didn't, know, I, I didn't know you could even go that long on Instagram Live. Yeah, yeah it was broken up the piece, like uh, two pieces, two three pieces, right? Yeah. yeah, it was really choppy. He was like recorded in the fucking tunnel, but up. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, but so he starts talking about the basically the uh, the dipset situation, and he starts airing out what clarifying a lot of what Jim Jones said and just adding a lot to it right. as far as uh, what the situation is. I just feel it's fucking hilarious that Cam. At what point, Petty just becomes just being a fucking dick. Like you, I like don't, one I don't thing care what nobody did, says. The the shirts with him put with him, with with them doing how living how they was living. And then for Killer Cam to come up with the shirts after Jimmy, you know, was spending a lot of money on Chrissy and everything like that. That's that's right in Killer's wheelhouse, man. I can see him doing that. I can see him doing it, but shit that he's talking about does not make him look good. Like I'll give you an example. We were talking about earlier. Saying the fact that you you trademark, you copywrote uh Bird Game because you said Jim Jones was not gonna do anything with it and he was not working on putting his own artists out. Which I don't think is true because I think Max he would have put Max B out. Max B was having a wave and Stack Bundles was having a wave too. Was having a wave, so I don't think that's true. But the fact is, you're gonna sit here and copyright your man's group. That's fucking savage, that's, and it's not anything you're doing for him. It could have been different if you're like, look, we want to get you to this level. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna teach you. I'm gonna copyright it and hold this off for you. Right, I'm gonna copyright this for you. We're gonna get you to this level, and I'm gonna teach you a little bit of business uh in, in this business but the fact that you're gonna copy <laughs> but, but, but to my understanding he said that it was all under one umbrella right so that's why he did the, you know since we under one, under one umbrella umbrella and you're not trying to you know go your separate way I'm why not co- you know why not copyright you right know? so if he felt some type of way about that that mean cam was thinking like you was gonna leave and go somewhere else and do your thing so he just copywritten the whole thing together. Not for himself. But, yeah, but yeah. I could see that. But the thing was, at that time, Diplomats was signed to Koch Records. They had a partnership. Yeah, they had a partnership with yeah, Koch partner. Records. So if you had that partnership and, and Jim Jones is a part of that, he wasn't going <laughs> to. <laughs> 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 ain't going nowhere. He's stuck with Koch. So you better you say you're just fucking being petty. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's, that's what it is. How many times do you ever hear a collective? Uh, collectors branch off all the fucking time. The shit happens. Not, bro, not necessarily that so branch off. Funny. That you say it that way, bro. Not necessarily branch off as and separate, but just the fact that um, you have certain branches of a group. That shit happens like a lot. Let, let me ask y'all these two questions. If we can, if we, if we can get up off the dip. But uh, <laughs> one, when have we ever seen somebody take their grievances that they have with a record label or old, or old partner, take it to the public, and it ever works? Man. Oh hell no! It man. never works that never way. You works. always end up having to go back to the drawing board and make it and make it work behind closed doors. Because we we all remember the let the the let the locks go campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit was exciting and it was awesome, but shit didn't get done. You know what I'm saying? Nothing official. Nothing official all. got done until somebody else came to cut the. <coughs> so do they you, went around talking about they're going f up. Come on, Puff, man! If you see Puffy push a, if push a refrigerator off of the Empire State Building, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> But on all honesty, do you think this sets us up for a diplomat reunion? No. No. No? No. 
And it's just because if you're affiliated with Rock Nation, no. 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 I, I say Hatton Cam went on and did his thing. I think Cam really ruined it, man. Because he went they on probably, and they clowned him. If they had just sat down like men, like, you know, chopped it up behind closed doors and kept it real, everything would have worked itself out. But since Cam. The, the fans wanted. The, since the Cam no came out as Rico. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> but but how do we how do we know that kid that didn't happen, though? Like, how do we know that Jim hasn't been hitting up Cam and Cam's just been fucking ignoring him? Because that's, that's the shit to do. That's just, just that, is, that is the petty ass shit. Yeah. Who is this nigga calling me? Well, you know, we, we can't, you know, we're not saying that we believe, you know, whose story. I, I just feel that. I just it could go it both ways, you know. It, it, yeah. it could have been held up better for us as fans right. to ultimately see another Diplomat album. And plus, they fucking up the G-Unit Diplomat, too. I'm trying to see it. <laughs> Stop fucking up the money. Well, I don't think there's going to be a Diplomat album, but a reunion would have been nice because I just don't think... I don't think they would do it with the type of momentum they're having. They they all have separately. I don't mm-hmm. think they would do a collective album. Cause, but I don't know, man. Like I just feel like Jim put the Diplomat on the map heavy because even though Diplomat was heavy with Cameron, they were dying down at some point and Jim Jones came out with balling and everybody started fucking with the Diplomat. He did again. give him second life with that balling shit. So that just, was more of that Skull Gang shit he was banging at that time, though. Yeah, so, so more of that shit that's been happening, I mean... I don't know. A whole bunch of shit's been happening the last few years. Max B obviously getting um getting. Who that might be getting out? Hey, it's yeah. wavy. Yeah, French gonna have to deal with that when he comes out. But uh, hey, he no, he's, <laughs> no, no, no. That might you're definitely gonna have to deal with that when he comes home because you stole that nigga's whole whole wave, the whole thing. So and, and I want to say stole because they were working together sometime, but you definitely ran. You took it and ran with it, yeah, goddamn it. You, you ran, ran pretty goddamn that. far. Yeah, and, so, and along the way, you stopped yelling out Max B. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I, 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 throughout this whole situation, the only thing I, I can say, and I think we all would agree on, they need to get this shit aside because we want to see the dip set back together. I think so, man, but just keep Jim from rapping. Nah, man. <laughs> on, on, and we're going to end it on this note. Jimmy done came a long way from rapping. Check out the yeah, kitchen. He, he has. Check out the kitchen. He has. Well, give me Hell Rail and Costa, somebody. Oh, shit. yeah, yeah, Hell Rail. Have you ever seen the, um, and we can, we can kind of jump off this real quick, but just to kind of wrap it up, have you ever seen that interview with uh, Cam had on DJ Who Kid on Sirius Satellite, uh, Share 45? No, I, heard, I just heard a little bits and pieces. Yeah, because he kind of talked about it. He said they taught Jim to rap, right, more right. or less. That's I believe the, it. Yeah, that's the reason why he kind of has that style. They said that he didn't know how to count bars. None of that, him and Joels took him under the wing and said, this is what you're doing. So the fact that he got there from there, it shows the work ethic definitely that he put in, man. But yeah, now, real, it's time. Yeah, real short. He does sound pretty good on that Zoe Black mixtape, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but look how it took like fucking 15 years. 15 years to, <laughs> <laughs> damn, man, 15 years to get nice, man. But hey, you here now. <laughs> you here now. It happens when you don't have Max writing the shit. But anyways, let's just get off, <laughs> let's, let's just get on it, you know. <laughs> All right, man. Shout out to Bigger Bell. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, man. So we, uh, yeah, Joe, we kind of t- we kind of just jump off that topic, man. Let's just get into the um, what what the meat and potatoes of this finally, is. Man. Uh, finally, we're kind of watching the game right now. So, uh, yeah, NBA season is uh, All Star Weekend is coming up this weekend. That would be, um, man, fuck date somewhere around seventeenth through twentieth, I believe. <coughs> Friday, Sunday, All Star game coming. So we're at a midway point of the season, and this is just kind of good. So now basketball really starts now. Oh, definitely. Hell yeah. So that that's what it gets fun right now. Exactly. Because now what mm-hmm. we're going to do here at the Academy for your lesson is um, we're going to go ahead and just break down thoughts on NBA seasons and also midseason awards, who you guys got winning for these uh, midseason awards right now. Um, obviously, we're watching the Cavs and Pacers right now. They're, you know, Cavs has been 
through as much shit as they have been fucking talking, like the sky has been falling down, they're still first in the East in good oh, shape. They're still in first. Yeah, still in good shape out here. Anytime oh, okay. you got LeBron, you're in good shape. So, uh, and but they did just receive a, uh, some pretty bad news today. K Love on the shelf six weeks. Six weeks. Now let's talk about that because this is kind of a good way to get into it. You asked me this question off the air, so let's bring it in. The air. Bring it on. Bring it on. Do you think the Cavs are in trouble? Define trouble. Trouble of losing the number one seed. Not in trouble for the playoffs because they're going to be there, but trouble in losing the number one seed. Yeah, they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Do you think they will? Yeah, I think they are going to lose it. You think they're going to lose the number one seed? I think they're, they're, they're going to end up giving it up. What's that? What is, uh, Toronto? I think they got Toronto by, by, by two and a half games. Not no, even Toronto. No, tr- Who is it? Boston. Boston? Yeah, by, I got by two and a half. What is it 36 got, and... Yeah, they got Boston by two and a half two games. Half Boston games? is 36 and 19. Toronto? Washington. Mm-hmm. Toronto's fifth. Mm-hmm. Toronto is fifth. So that's why this makes it a whole lot more interesting. Because... You said Boston was two? Boston is two. 36 and... Yeah. With the way that Isaiah Thomas has been playing... As much as I think the Cavs will win, I don't think you want to give them home field advantage. You think you want all four at Quicken Loan? You well, you definitely want you definitely want home field advantage because Boston Isaiah Thomas is playing out of his fucking mind, and there's no telling what could happen in the playoffs with Isaiah Thomas playing. Well, they don't have enough. Man. Do they exact? Do they have enough? They don't have enough. I don't, think, have they have enough enough. I don't think so. I think they'll lose, but you definitely don't want to give an inch to somebody who's playing that good. Do, um, the Raptors, given the new move that they have with Ibaka, with Serge Ibaka. They don't have enough. You just basically still don't have enough. You replaced Bismack Biombo, and look how that worked out for but, him last but year. You, not really, but now you have somebody who can stretch the floor. Who can? Serge can shoot, but so can Patrick Patterson, and they still kind of in that. Serge hole. can also defend, get rebounds, get blocks. I'm not seeing it. I cannot see Toronto. I can't see anybody beating the Cavs in the East. Do you see the Cavs giving mm. up the number one seed? Oh wait. Uh, I see Washington. Man. You see, well, I don't see Washington. I see Washington. I don't see. Just it's, alone from the, this game going through the season, they've been giving the Cavs a run for their money. And yeah, had it, this last good. game. That last game was well, crazy. Hadn't it, it hadn't it been LeBron hitting that, you know. Turn around. Yeah, turn around. Which, crazy outlet pass. Which, Caleb, which, by the way. <laughs> which wall call, you know, that shot pretty much was luck. And LeBron had a rebuttal for it saying it wasn't luck. I've it been was doing luck. these. You didn't call glass. Fuck out of here, LeBron. <laughs> yeah, you didn't call glass. You you know, but overall they was hungry. They wanted that team. They wanted that game real bad, but it just went down the other way. And shout out to Kyrie for pulling out for him. Shout, I'm telling you, man. So now is Kyrie the closer of the Cavaliers? Yes. Is that safe to say? Yes. He's shown it. Mm-hmm. He's that shown boy that shit. Ice in those veins, man. Mm-hmm. He's shown that shit, and that's why I can't see nobody beating the cat. Because my thing with the Washington is I like Washington, but they're really hot right now. I- I look at it like this, almost. I feel like the Cavs could lose the first seed and still make the finals, whereas those other teams need the first need seed need, to need. make the finals, right, if that makes right. sense. Yeah, that, that does make sense. But my, my thing about the Cavs is I just don't – is Kevin Love's health going into the playoffs is going to be a it's problem. It's a huge question mark. It's going to be a problem. Because if you're talking about six weeks, that puts you in the beginning of the playoffs. If he rushes back, then it, it could be like a Curry situation where you know they still hurt, but you still got to put him out there. It could be a big problem for them, but it all depends on who they play in the first round. Because if the season ended right now, mm-hmm. they would play. And actually, you know what? Let me correct that. Because they would play Detroit in the first round. And Detroit, even though they swept the Pistons last year, Detroit gave them trouble in the playoffs. They were all close games because you obviously have the big man and Andre Drummond who can 
dominate so much. They would win that series, but it would take something out of the tank. It would take something out of the tank. So just looking into that, I'm just I don't I, I think they need to have that number one seat. And I think they'll end up getting it. I don't see them yeah, losing number one seat. LeBron, he wouldn't allow it. LeBron wouldn't allow that, but at the same time, they can just go with the same mindset they had last year because Love didn't show up until the last game, really, pretty much. Like, how he was supposed to play. But throughout that whole series against Golden State, yeah, he wasn't Love a factor. Really, yeah, he really didn't show up he wasn't until almost a the finals. Right, he wasn't pretty much a factor. So, <clears throat> they don't have too much to worry about. It's just having somebody who can look for the longer picture with them. So, they don't need to trade for Melo? Oh, no. No, they don't. So, so the Caleb injury doesn't scare you enough to trade for Melo right now? No. Hmm. And I'll tell you why. They want to ship without Melo. They went out of again. I don't think Melo would make that big of an impact on the team Michael, based on the way the Cavs play. I, 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 I think LeBron would have a big influence on him, though. I think if Melo came, to your point, Gloria, I definitely think that Melo would fall in line. And as much as his fat ass don't want to, he would have to play a little bit of defense. defense. And you're going to have to box out a little bit more and, and you know, and get some boards, but at this point, if I'm LeBron James and I'm in the I'm in the mindset of trying to win now, that might be a trade that I might entertain because you. But who are you going to give up? You're getting your knee scoped in the middle of the season, like that's well, scary. You, that's what I'm saying. But who are you going to give up for? You can't trade Melo. Uh, not Melo. You can't trade Kevin Love because you can't trade players who are injured. You can cut them, but you can't trade them. So who else on the Cavs roster are the Knicks going to be willing to take? Like to me, the only way they can make that trade if shit gets so bad in New York that they have to fold. I would say uh, LeBron call up Melo and tell him take that big old price cut. Whatever y'all gotta do, work out some contracts. Yeah, Melo come over here. Huge pay cut. Pay cut. No money. Just come for no money. (laughs) (laughs) Just come on the house. Just come on the house. Oh man, we got him. Because if Cavs get Carmelo, that would be a fucking problem. Because you have Carmelo anyways. I just don't think he would make that big of an impact if you exchange him for maybe a Kevin Love. I don't think it would be that much of a difference because. Kevin Love is playing crazy good right now, and Kevin Love actually gets boards. So I think I think the Cavs are in a good position right now. I do think the, the biggest concern here uh, that to me that the Cavs are having is now with the Kevin Love injury that brings into that debate about LeBron's minutes, mm. because obviously you being he I, I believe he leads the league in minutes per game and doing at his he's age, second behind Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm, I'm actually gonna fact check you on that. One, I'm pretty sure me on that. It's my boy LeBron is number one, but uh. Regardless, if you top three, uh-huh. if you top three at that age and doing what you've done, he's been, he been playing since straight out of high school. He got a lot of miles. A lot of miles. A lot of miles on legs, in his body. Man. And he's been hitting the playoffs deep, almost every deep year. playoff runs. And my man been hitting the Olympics, you know what I'm saying, from time to time, even though he didn't play this year. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think about that? Because LeBron, obviously, he's going to have to um, he's gonna have to shoulder more of the load uh, with them. If, if he had to do that. So how would you think that would end up affecting it all? Like the effect in Cleveland in general, because you think he'll be winded for the playoffs or I think Kyrie's going to have to end up taking a lot of the load here and just being a fucking baller and going crazy. Mm. I mean, if you personally ask me, man, I think you really, I th- I'm one of the few people that believe the Cavaliers don't need the top seed to get to where they're trying to go. So if you have to sacrifice you know, the first seed to maybe get the second or third seed, and that means sacrificing that at lowering LBJ's minutes for the bigger picture, that's exactly what you do. I mean, who really cares about these games 
in late February and early March. At this point, they're really all meaningless games. LeBron's playing for April, May, and June. Mm -hmm. So why sit here and, you know what I'm saying, empty out the tank on meaningless games? Right, it's just getting contention. That's all all you want to do. You just want to be within striking distance. And at the end of the day, you know, when you have the best player on the basketball planet on your team, you you should feel like you should be able to walk into any arena and get one game on the road. And as long as you take care of business at home, the Cavaliers will be fine. Well, you can because it don't matter in the first few rounds. By the way, I'm going to give you your gold nugget here. So you was right. Kyle Lowry's number one. Thank you. But, um, you know, it, it's going to matter. and It's not going to matter the first round, but it's definitely going to be something to look at definitely in the second round because if they, the way the NBA season is happening right now, the first the first five teams you're looking at possibly playing Washington, Celtics, or the Raptors in the second round, and you're going to need a good, fresh LeBron and somewhat healthy Kevin Love to get out of probably two of those three series. So I think you're speaking more so to my point. You might as well virtually shut it down. Not shut it down in the sense that, you know, he's not playing, but take him from, where is he at now, 43, 44 minutes a game. Take that number down to about 35, 36 minutes a game. Start, might as well start letting some of these other cats start to play because you're going to have to play them come the postseason anyway. So, you know, as long as you don't go on a six, seven game losing streak, you'll be all right. <laughs> so, yeah, but the, the, the conferences are so close here. I'll read the top eight right now. What we have, so we can kind of just say this the Eastern Conference, we got the Cavs, obviously, first, Celtics, second, close second. Um, the Wizards are not that close to the uh, Celtics like I thought they were. They were about two and a half games, too. I thought they were closer than that, but. The Hawks at fourth, Raptors at fifth, the Pacers, who they're playing right now, at six, Bulls at seventh, eight is the Pistons. And there could be a lot of fluctuation between them because the records are so close. I can't believe the Bulls. The Bulls and, are in the playoffs, man. And yeah, that's, that's been a train wreck also. The only reason we're not talking oh, about them is because of the Knicks is so bad. Now, mind you, the record's 27 and 29. That's what I'm saying. There could be a lot of fluctuation because 27 and 29. They're 27 and the 29. The Pistons are 26 and 30. The other three teams behind them are all have 24 wins. You got the Bucks, Hornets, and the Heat. And the Heat's been on fire, but I don't think they can really keep it yeah, up. Yeah, maybe too little player. too late. Yeah, so... If you look at that, there's going to be a lot of fluctuation. I mean, if the Pistons end up dropping, you could play. I, I think the Pistons or the Hornets would be the best in Miami, uh, Miami, Cleveland situation. Because if Chris Middleton gets back to what he's doing, I don't think you want the Bucks in eight. Did you say the Hawks in there, man? The Hawks are four. Are four. Mm. Yeah. D- let me ask you guys this as we were talking awards. <clears throat> Is Isaiah Thomas doing enough to be in the MVP yes. consideration? Yes, easy. Top five. Top five. Has to be top five. You're 29 points per game, and you got the Celtics in the second uh, seed right behind. You got the guard Cavs. bouncing again. Yeah, it's got to be. Got to be. Is he in contention for MVP? Yeah, I'll give him five. <laughs> <laughs> top five. All right, well, let's jump ahead to this. Let's jump ahead. MVP. Everybody's yeah. list is different, man. And not everybody's list is different, but it, to me, I think we're probably all going to agree on this MVP, hopefully. Um, Let's start. So you got Isaiah Thomas at the fifth. He, he's, he's in the discussion. For what sure. about you? Who's your fifth MVP? I'll put Thomas in there. He's at least at five. You going to put Thomas there? He's a, I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have an actual one. I have the five candidates. I don't really have them in any particular order outside of number okay. one and number two. Number so you one don't and have, number two. I have an order for them. But. Okay, so you don't, have a, you don't have them. Okay, then I could see that. The only reason <clears throat> I was debating with this, but the, I, I, the more I start thinking of the Jordan rule, I give Thomas five. 
Okay. Because I was going to say fourth and put LeBron fifth, but LeBron is get, he's he's always fucking incredible. So he's we always, always we always we'll, overlook we'll it. exclude LeBron because LeBron really should be getting MVP if truth be told every fucking year. Oh no, but LeBron's got to be in this discussion. So what about the fourth? <laughs> Who's the fourth? Who you got for the fourth? Now again, it's not any particular order for you. So we'll just yeah, it's not any particular um, order for me. Let's make it easier. Give me your five MVP candidates, and we'll kind of go around. I have. Uh, obviously, you got the bearded man, James Harden. You got Russ. Mm-hmm. You got Kawhi. You got um, Thomas. We was just talking about, and somebody else um, who I feel who's not LeBron. E- <laughs> who's not LeBron. <laughs> even though I feel he won't get the recognition because of the team that he's on, uh, and it's sad to say it, man, but it's KD. If you look at the numbers he's putting up. KD? Yeah, I can see that because of the numbers, but just the fact that the Warriors won 73, there's no way. <laughs> no fucking way. Uh, what about you? Who you got for your top five MVP candidates? Yes. Yeah, well, not necessarily top five. Just throw them out there. We'll start arranging order in a sec. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same as guys, but um, I went through I take out KD because, you know. <laughs> Hating the Warriors. I love it. I ain't no hate, man. You know. Now, I'm not going to say that because I agree. I don't have KD in my top five. I would put LeBron in there, but, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. Just the fact because, you know, I'm going off the MJ. He should have been winning all the He points. should. He should. He LeBron should. legit should be winning every MVP. He should, but, you know, it's voting or whatever. However, It's voters up. fatigue. Yeah. yeah. So, you have so, to spread it around a bit. I, I, I said LeBron is going through some of that shit. Kawhi definitely in there. He's definitely in there, bro. Because Kawhi Leonard, come on, man. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, he's definitely in there. So that's kind of the same. I got the same list as you. I got LeBron uh, as my fifth as to where you got KD. Uh, let's talk about top three. Let me. Who's your? Th- you say you got number one and two in order. So who would you put on your third? Uh, Ka- Kawhi is three for me. Kawhi is three. Mm-hmm. What about you? Right. Three for me. Kawhi is three for you? Let me ask you guys this. Because honestly and truthfully. I'm going to say Kawhi three. I, I, I feel that Russ does the most for his team. Right. But I can't. But does his record come into play with him getting the MVP? Yes. And should it, if it does? It should. And that's why I was, that's why I was struggling with Kawhi at number three, because to me it really depends on where Russ lands. Because I mean, you got to think of fucking Kawhi. Kawhi is also a defender. Where, so. does, where does Russ have to get his team in the standings to win the MVP? Right now the Thunder are seventh. Where does he have to get five? He's got to get. I would say four. Four? I, I would Russ say, by himself. There's nobody else on that team, and he's in the West. Man. I would say five, but he he's really close to them all because the uh, I got the records. When does Cantor come back? Because he has no help out there. I, I got the records here for right now. Let's take the Rockets, That's, Warriors, and Spurs. We already know <clears> the top three. Clippers are thirty-four and twenty-one. Jazz is thirty-four and twenty-two. Grizzlies are thirty-four and twenty-three. The Thunder are thirty-one and twenty-five. So you could easily make up ground and You're be telling, within that number. So, so, so what is the what's the record of the fifth team? Of who the fifth? Of the fifth team in the West. Fifteen would be the Jazz, thirty-four and twenty-two. So thirty-four and twenty-two, and four, what's the five, and of the six all team? have thirty-four wins. And what's their record? Thirty-one. Thirty-one and twenty-five. So they're already three and a half games behind the five. Now, come mind on, you, man. they are very. Ahead. They are really so you have ahead to make up those AC. three games, and then come on, they're gonna have to go on like a ten-game winning streak. It's tough. It's tough. That's, I understand, but I'm saying to get that recognition to go to four, that's what uh, put him over the top. Four is the most impossible. That, but we're dealing with the West, though, man. That, All of it is impossible. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if we look at Russ's team right now, and he has nobody. I won't say four is impossible. And he has his team in the seventh spot. 
and we asking him to go to fourth just to get the MVP trophy? No, I won't say fourth's impossible because of the fact that it kind of is impossible though. So you're asking him basically when, go on like, on like a back? 12 game winning streak, and you're gonna need the fifteen to go on like to lose three, four games in a row. But when, it's when, almost impossible. But when's Chris Paul coming back? Uh, he still got at least another three, four weeks. So I don't think fourth is possible because four, fifth, and six all have thirty-four wins. But look at what they're the, all tied. But look at it mathematically. You need these guys. They're already behind the eight ball four games. So they have to make up those four games. Basic plus they have to win like 10, 12 games in a row and hope that the teams in front of them lose four or five in a row. He needs fifth or fourth. That's all I can see. So it sounds like to me that we might as well go ahead and mail it in and give because, it to James Harden. Because you know how James Harden is sitting where? Two. Oh, second. See? If we talk, yeah, if you're talking about you know going off of that, which they always do every year, see who's the best team and all that. Best player on the best team. Yeah. And so. that's what that's what I'm saying. So, so then, if that's the case, you might as well give it to KD. Now, mind you, if, you, if you look at the criteria of the vote, we, you might as well give it to KD. We can't. Do I mean, it. he's I the best player we, of the best. We can't. Actually, no. Correction earlier. The Spurs are second. The Rockets are third. But the reason I would have to give it to James Harden, to me, and that's, I'm just going to jump ahead. That's who I got right now is my midseason MVP. Okay, go ahead. The reason I would have to is if you look at where the Rockets were last year, which was in the conference finals. Conference finals, so the Rockets. Was that the year before? No, that was the year before. No, the year before, they missed the playoffs last year. If I'm correct, didn't they miss the playoffs? Mm. I have to look at that. They yes, missed. they did miss the playoffs. I believe they did miss the playoffs. So if you take a look, yeah. and then you lose Dwight then, Howard, who was who was eight last year? It had to be the Pelicans. The Pelicans was eight last year. Yeah, the Pelicans year? made it. Damn, James, you was at home last year to playoffs, me. Damn, James. Let me pull up the playoff bracket just to make sure I'm not missing anything. But and who's their coach now? Dan Tony. Dan Tony. What the hell? Oh, uh, you Lakers! You know, to, you know. Oh my God! Fuck you, Dan you Tony. Feelings. <laughs> you so, stole Phil's job. The reason why we don't have more ships in LA. Can't stand Dan Tony. Dan Tony. Why you? Why you gonna hit on Dan Tony, man? But I'm just giving mad respect to James Harden while you get the stats up because of what he was asked to do. Yes, he was that's asked. The point. Like he was really asked to take on such a bigger role. Not to say that Russ wasn't, because obviously you just had, you know, 25-plus points coming off of your squad. But James Harden, oh, my God. Kyrie Irving is just Okay, crazy. correction. I was I was wrong here. They were the AFC. Yeah, they made it last year. So they made it last year. So who, they got thought, lost. Oh, so who was seven? The Pelicans? Who the was seventh seven? was That's who uh, went against Memphis. 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 I'm thinking a year before. Yeah, the Memphis. Pelicans, the Pelicans, yeah. And they, yeah. And they, Memphis they was a, a seventh, and that was like a route because they, they had everybody injured. Everybody was hurt. Yeah, but um, if you look at that, so the fact that you basically snuck, the basically snuck in, and you were a good team, and you lose Dwight Howard, and not only do you lose Dwight Howard. Oh, you stop it. Oh, stop much. it. Mm. Oh, stop it. Mm. You lose Dwight Howard. You ain't losing much. Mm. Look, regardless of what you say, if you lose Dwight Howard and you replace him with Clint Capella, who I like Clint Capella as a player, and you don't really make a big sweeping change on your team, and suddenly you're, you're the third seed. <laughs> that's fucking impressive. And that has to do with me with James Harden. Yeah, I take my hat off to James because he passing. That boy passing. And that's the surprise. He's that's, got like that's the thing. They told, he they told me he couldn't pass and but he wasn't like, a point guard. But well, he's playing like a point he guard. He definitely right is running the PG like like only he can. Yep. And he's still getting to the line. Like so I don't know how he get to the line that many yeah. times. Or, orthodox uh, hero. <laughs> that shit be traveling. <laughs> that shit be traveling. <laughs> that shit be traveling. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that's why I personally think, man. So, I think so, James Harden being asked to do more and so, so, doing. So let me uh, piggyback off of that thought. So now does that mean, in turn, that D'Antoni is coach of the year? Hell no. Midway through the season, is D'Antoni coach of the year? Coach of the year. Is he up at least for consideration? 
Because you can't say he's definitely gonna be up for consideration. Because I think Bradley so, Stevens already won it. So, then he win I think so Bradley, is it uh, Bradley Stevens. The, I think he won it the year before. The year before. Is it because he told the players to play a certain way, or is he, <laughs> is he coaching? That? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he should at least be up for consideration. Just like I think uh, Billy Donovan should be up for consideration also for the job that he's doing at OKC. Um, Luke Walton, what he's doing with the Lakers as well. You know, but look, I'm not. Gonna, I know. I know. Gonna, I know this is gonna hurt you. I know this is gonna hurt your soul because you're a Lakers guy. Go ahead. With Dan Tony, my but, soul's um, already hurt. It's just. And, it's already in hell. <laughs> I know it's gonna hurt your soul, but I don't have him as coach here. But he's got to be close because of the fact that not all styles work for certain type of teams. So his shit didn't work for New York, and his shit didn't work for LA. It obviously worked for the Phoenix Suns back in the day. It days. did. It did. It sure did. They won a lot of games. If you're doing this with the Rockets right now. I think his style just works with James and let, Harden. And, and, and let the record show when he was doing his running gun thing out there in Phoenix. I think that got Steve Nash two MVPs. But that he stole one from Kobe for sure. <laughs> but I agree. Is that a cap out then? Is that a, a cutoff because mm. he can't get to the big one? That that has that has to be a mark against your resume. Because he had a great seasons in uh, Phoenix, and they never but they get, they they never never get over that hump. Nope. Boy, and they had an awesome team. That's true, but that it goes it goes one. to say something to that running gun style. But we know it works great in the regular season. It's yet to prove itself in the postseason. At some point, he's going to have to coach these guys. Yeah, so a now you're going to change your coaching style and, and really get down and gritty. Who who else is out there? We said Billy Donovan. We said um, Ben Donovan, Brad Stevens. Um, who's the coach of the, uh, of the Wizards? The Wizards. Uh, Jesus, it's on tip of my tongue. Let me look it up. Because his face is right. His you face. wanted to put honorable mention Walton, right? For MVP, Luke Walton. Luke Walton. Hell yeah, man! Luke Walton, honorable MVP <laughs> for the Lakers. Got them boys at a whole whopping fifteen wins like that out there. Oh shit! The Wizards coach is Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks. Is Scotty Brooks up for consideration? Former coach of OKC. Right now they're thirty-three and twenty-one. They're a few two and a half games behind the Celtics. If they stay at the third seed, second to third seed, I would say yes. You know what I'm saying? He has to be. I think I think the coaching the coach of the year race is a lot closer than what the MVP race is shaking out to be because <laughs> Kawhi is going to have to do something ungodly to really move from three to two even. And at this point, unless Russell, basically from what y'all telling me here, he's going to have to average a triple-double and get his team to the four or five seed. And I just don't see but the then la- I, can, I see the first it. happening, but not the latter. That also plays uh, into it to me if James <clears throat> Harden drops off on the assist. So if he stops, he's right now he's 11.3. He's leading the league, which is fucking crazy when you think of James Harden. If James that Harden, yes, James Harden, did we just say that? Lead James lead Harden, now he's the leading assist. So, it, Our me, true point guard, exactly. Jeez. So if he drops off, uh, and he ends up with like eight, seven assists, whatever the reason is, um, and the Spurs continue at a pace that they're going right now, James uh, Kawhi Leonard got to play in it because he's the only person of all the people we named that plays defense. He should have won it last year, some, but some bum won it. The first time ever unanimous. Still unbelievable. I would say. You talking about um, Franby? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some bum ass no, nigga won it last year. You can't year. do that. You can't do that. Some bum ass nigga won it last year. And we're not taking the LeBron rule in effect. I think Curry deserved it last year. I not think unanimous. I think James not Harden should have won the year before. I, I was on record. No, for LeBron should have won the year before. Because the year before, he came back from Miami, straight back to Cleveland, and he rose him back from the dead. LeBron uh, should have won the year before. That's true. You're right. Oh, you're right. Stand corrected. But again, yeah, last the LeBron year fatigue. Um, should have been hard. Last year should have been hard? Yeah. Last year? Yeah. The eighth seed? 
I don't care about that. You see that? <laughs> you, try, you, you can't have a full man. You can't say Westbrook got to be and then not give it to Harden. He's the A Someone's got some splaining to do. We need some answers. <laughs> we need some answers. The first ever live detention on the academy. <laughs> I can't give it to Harden. Harden didn't have a great. He scored a lot of points, but aside from that, he was just. But uh, but I think the ball never lies, man. So I think they're gonna right the wrong this year, barring any injury or anything like that. I think the bearded man is gonna get his. But um, well, we, well, let me ask you this. Um, now that we can, you kind of touched it in the Phoenix. Now that we're a few years down the road, are you gonna look at that Thunder team that went to the finals the same way we look at Phoenix? I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look at that that, that Thunder team with Harden. Durant and Westbrook is always. I'm always gonna remember that team because that that they should have got it. They should have stayed together, man. And they just sh- like that, man. And they should have got it done. And just let and let Harden play, man. No, they had the right formula. You know what I'm saying? But you know, they didn't. They didn't know because right, they didn't right, give him his right. just due. You know? Exactly. Because I think at the end of the day, what really did them one was that at that particular time, the big man who could spread the floor was kind of popping. Because that's ultimately what their decision came down to: Do we want to keep Serge Ibaka? Or do we want to keep James Harden? Harden. And, and they kept on Ibaka, and Ibaka never developed into what yeah. they thought he was going to become. You remember when the that's trade very, happened? That's I, very, I told that's you, very good point. I told you Ibaka was the best keep of all that. I definitely stand not corrected. Yeah, because you were definitely saying they should have got rid of Harden at that particular yeah, time. Yeah, I thought so. Because I because that was a time where shooting guards were pretty much disposable. They were at a premium at that time. You could find them everywhere. Monte mm-hmm. Ellis exactly. getting off at that time. Like, come on. Exactly. And I feel the same about when they had Kevin Martin letting Kevin Martin go. That was a bad Thunder. move. So I feel like they're just, they make a lot of bad, a lot of bad moves. <laughs> <laughs> and then you mad at Durant for leaving. Like, what the fuck? You guys make terrible moves. But uh, even the, what, the, the first few seasons when they got rid of Jeff Green. I thought mm. it was a bad move because See? Jeff Green was playing great. A lot of OKC. bad moves. When they got rid of Perk Dog, come on, man. Yeah. But my, but, 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 so that's but, what I'm saying. Do we just move the back to Seattle, damn it. <laughs> just move back to Seattle, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask, but let, but let's, but let's uh, spin it forward uh, since, you know, we already kind of got the, the midseason shit out the way. Is there anyone who can really, I don't mean take it to five games, is there any team that can really threaten Golden State, the second half of the season, playoffs, ultimately derailed them from winning the championship. Let me see what Lenny says because I got two teams right now off the top of my head, oh, especially being teams. a fan. Oh. I'll give you two teams. Oh, wow. Let's, let me I only see got what one team, but you got two teams. I got two teams in the West only. I got three teams total. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued to see what you <laughs> have to say. I got um, the Spurs for sure. Yep. The Spurs for sure. Nobody in the East. The East? I you guess know. if the Cavs pull out a miracle. Oh, um, Cause that's what it would be. It would be no, be nothing short of a miracle. I'm saying the East, so maybe Boston. I think yeah. the Cavs. I don't think the Cavs are going to beat the Warriors this year. I just can't. Who, I can't. Do, who, so who who are your teams? You have threatened the Warriors. No, I have the Cavs in it. I just don't see that they're. I, they're definitely going to threaten them. I don't think they're going to win. I'll give you two teams. I do agree the Spurs, especially because Kawhi Leonard is fucking playing crazy. He's fucking playing. People are not realizing. I want to put this on record right now. Kawhi Leonard did offseason training with the Mamba. Right. And you oh, can man. see it in his fucking offensive moves. Oh, man. The Did shit he? that he's doing is just <laughs> stupid. Damn. And it's just the fact that Kawhi doesn't beat his chest that people are not giving him the respect. He, he's quiet as a very chest humble, mouth, man. He's humble, very humble, man. Yeah, this very, guy's really I, big on, on, on humility. I probably yeah. only heard him speak like three times. but um, He barely even talks in his interviews. Yeah, exactly. 
He's got the Greg Popovich. Uh, he definitely has the Greg Popovich <laughs> traded for sure. <laughs> but I'll give you the other team. And I, I said this at the beginning of the season. Nobody believed me. But we are 2-1 and one against them this season. And one of the wins was a blowout. I believe we lost for like 30 points. The Grizzlies. Oh, to me. We yeah. say that about the Grizzlies, though, every year, but man. Here's the, but last year, <laughs> they never come through for oh, us. What the hell did they do? But man. last year, to the credit, they were very injured. But this year, they play so good defensively. Like the, I told people from the beginning, I said, the Grizzlies are going to give us problems. Everybody's like, nah, we dropped the first game. We lost 20-plus. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll see what happens next time. Second game, we lost. We had to beat them the third game. I believe it was in overtime. We had to beat the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies is just they're just that that gritty yeah, when it, that gritty team. When it comes to that team, like that's what they're playing for. Like to play against Golden State. So they love that they embrace the grind. Right. The Grizzlies embrace the grind. Exactly. Right now the Grizzlies are hanging at the sixth seed. So if they um, you know, move on up a little bit, they can make maybe uh pave a way. Because I feel like if the I don't this is real fucked up to say, especially because the record is 40 and 17. Oh, as great shit. as the Rockets are playing, I still don't believe in the Rockets. I mean, that's fair to say. They have I feel to, like they're going to look in the mirror and be like, damn, we the Rockets. That's fair to say. They get, off, they get off and they show. They put up a lot of numbers and they're very fun to watch. But now can you stop somebody mm-hmm. when it's time? That's ultimately what it's going to come down to with the Rockets. I just don't see it shaping up to be anybody else really other than the Spurs and maybe Cleveland if the ball bounces their way. The only way I can see, like, the Warriors losing is if they're gonna have to have their Somebody back against the wall. Somebody's gonna have to maybe get hurt, Lord forbid, or you're gonna yeah, have yeah. to get up on them two games to one and make them have to battle back into it. You're gonna have to take away home. That's what you're gonna have to do. You have to go in there and take away home court advantage. And I will say this right now: the fact that Javale McGee is playing pretty good. Oh starting my god, lineup. you don't mention this guy oh names twice god. on the Shattin podcast. Shaq in the food. <laughs> Yo, he's playing, but he's playing great. He's playing great. He's the games. only back-to-back oh, winner. He's a fool of for the real. Shaq and the fool award. <laughs> but but he's playing. Uh, he's playing great this season. So, oh man, I, you know, and having that leadership in there, so he's playing pretty good. So, oh, that's hilarious, man. I mean, you got to see him and think. If you're playing the Warriors right now, you got the the first. Your your top four players are all all can shoot threes, and two of them happen to be. Top six players. Yeah, he's gonna in need NBA. somebody to get all them long bricks they shooting, and 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 McGee's doing that. Well, Ali yeah. Oops too. <laughs> Let you me see? ask you this: since well, it is All Star break, before we get up out of here, uh, y'all got an early vote for y'all got an early guess who's gonna steal the show and be MVP for the All Star game? Yeah, Russell Westbrook. I was gonna go with Russ because I feel like he's gonna prove himself. I feel like you're just going to... I mean, that's going to be so awkward, though. Him and KD on the bench. So there's no way they cannot talk this entire time. I mean, bro. You're going to have practices together. You're going to be going out to team yeah, dinners. Yeah, There's no yeah, way. It's going to be kind of hard to keep igging the nigga, right? <laughs> and uh, if they do, somebody's going to pull I up a think, side. I uh, think Westbrook level pettiness up there. His level of pettiness. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. His level of pettiness. Yeah, but, you don't think, but you don't think, though, especially with somebody who's maybe a veteran, let's say a Chris Paul type player, if they treat each other the silent treatment, somebody's not going to pull them aside. But like, yo, you I don't know. I got to agree with Gloria. I, I, I can see the Westbrook gonna be like, I see the pettiness. West, you see it? Westbrook going to be like, who this nigga? Man? Who, who, is, who is this, man? Get this guy away from me. Sitting right next to him. Who is this guy? This bum right here? Yeah, this Bubby. I, I can see the pettiness, man. All right. So okay. I, Let's talk about other awards. We didn't talk about this. Yeah, Defensive player of the year. It's gonna go to it should go to it should go to Kawhi. And if it doesn't go to Kawhi, I think it should also um as quiet as it's kept. I always like the boy drumming up in up in Detroit. I like him too, but who who do you got? Defensive player? Kawhi. Kawhi. Uh, he's solid. Like he's nasty, bro. He's solid. a lockdown defender one through five. 
We agree then. I, I agree too. Now let's talk about another one. Rookie of the year. <clears throat> I tell you who my pick is, and it's just because of that that fucked up system. Joel Embiid is considered a rookie. Oh my goodness. So, he hurt again? Yeah. He is. But Joel Embiid is considered a rookie. I think it's too gonna much go to meat concert. I just think that <laughs> fool. Yeah, you know you should know better than to go play with L's, Meek Mills, <laughs> Mr. L's. But um, I just I feel like it's gonna be. I hate that fucking rule, by the way. Like to me, I know you've been injured your first few seasons, right. but you've been around NBA players, game plans. You've been mm-hmm. around strength and conditioning coaches. There's no reason you should still be considered a rookie. But that's just my opinion. That's the same with Blake Griffin wanted Blake that Griffin. year. Yeah, right. same thing. I mean, I'll give it to him by default due to the rule. But um, uh, just to, to ask you another quick question: Do we see Ben Simmons this year? Do we see what? Do we see Ben Simmons this year? No. I think they're gonna shut him down. No. Because they said it was just a, it was just a foot. He was only supposed to be gone four to six weeks. Yeah, he was only supposed to be gone to the half. Uh, the half uh, I'll start breaking the yeah. last time I saw it. There was they said there were it was a short term injury like you said, but yeah. they said they wanted to push it out to the All Star break. So now like they're gonna shut him down. I I think so too. And, Would and, you shut him down? They're I mean, not. Yeah, why risk it? Fucking shut him down. Yeah, they're not in play. I mean, technically they are in playoff contention. They're man. only three games behind, four games ah, behind. I think you should shut them down. Go ahead and go for the worst record again. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and get pick up another pick, man. Pick up Lonzo Ball and look at that. You got a squad. That's a great. That's a great segue. Is he going ball? Lonzo Ball. Because the hype is there. They said that about OJ Mayo. That yeah, yeah, yeah. they did. He over here trying to next ball, like, big shit. Man, like. Damn. Yeah, I, they, they I, he, he messed hard. that up. He messed they it up for himself in Milwaukee, hard. though. He messed it up for himself. They, hi, they hyped up OJ hard, though. I can't even lie. Yeah, I don't. I'm not seeing it. And it's especially Sebastian. depending on where he goes, like the the Brooklyn Nets have yet to win ten games. If he ends up going to Brooklyn, I just I don't see it. Not at all. I don't see him being the hype. He's going to get a lot of hype, especially if he goes to Brooklyn. Brooklyn you know, New right. York, you always get pressed, but. I'm just not seeing. Which is funny how you don't talk about. Nobody talks about the Nets and you're in New York. Like I know they're terrible, but come on, man. Yeah, they got more praise and talk when they was in New Jersey, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, easy enough. Now, um, here's a one award. I want to know what you guys are thinking of. This one to me is probably the hardest of them all. Most improved player. Would it be weird to almost say Harden too, though? Would that be weird? Considering the fact yes. that we already know <laughs> that it happens on um, NBA 2K, so. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw, I mean, honestly, since I can't give him the MVP, I almost have to say Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas? Just because he came out and who knew that from one season to the next he would come out balling like this? I, I can see where you're at. Uh, what about you? It's a tough one, man. That is a tough one. Tough one. I was juggling Isaiah Thomas, but then I started looking into another one, and I, I really got my pick for it. And, be, and it's just because of the fact that most approved player doesn't matter about record. Who? To me, I think Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Phoenix mm. Suns. You go from score, it's rookie season, 10 points a game. You're 21 and a half points a game. I know you're on a bad team. But yeah, you're on a bad team. So right. somebody, somebody has to put up buckets. But yeah. why, so why not but, you? But right? you know they always do that. The mo- they don't really care about the most improved player. It's all a, that that that's a stat award. Right. I like that. That's fair enough. What about, get, what about you? What you I'll got? Still give it Thomas. I'm gonna give you that uh that who wants to be millionaire treatment. <laughs> that music. <laughs> I guess you know. I have to go with Booker myself then, cause you, you're right. 
he came up from you know the depths and from what he did last year to now, it's a big change. He Yo, is that dude's young, it's a big bro. change. Yeah, he, and that's he's the like thing twenty is, years old. Yeah, he's he's young, but he's got room to improve. So he's improving because last year he, he played a little immature. Yeah, but this year he's playing a little more mature. Who's coaching him up out there? Earl Watson. Earl Watson. Earl Watson is. Um, speaking of speaking of that, we can kind of just wrap up this NBA talk real quick. Um, just with a few highlights on dunk contest winners and shit like that. But I just want to touch on this real quick because his his um, HIV having ass popped on the screen. What do you think Magic's going to do with the Lakers as a consultant? We shall rise again. If you they think let Magic's Mag- going to have that much of an impact? If they let Magic Johnson get in there as head of basketball operations, the Lakers will see the glory Bring days back in the Jerry, next four to five years. Jerry West, please. We can't get Jerry West because he's, he's, he's the work for somebody else, he's man. He's rocking. Please bring back Jerry West. <laughs> First thing, but definitely if they can get Magic back on board, and he's uh, doing the um, head of basketball operations for the Lakers, you'll definitely see this young nucleus that they have. They'll get some veteran players, and we'll be in contention again within the next three to four years. It's going to, it's going to be a building process, Laker Nation. We ain't going nowhere. No, We're going nowhere anytime soon. I feel bad for you guys because I just – I don't think Brandon Ingram is going to grow into the Chill, chill. Was. That kid has – he definitely has star potential. Can y'all get rid of Nick Young, please? Yeah, we don't want <laughs> – y'all, please, please, get Swaggy P up out of here, man. Get Swaggy P up out of here, man. I'm telling you, man, it's the Iggy Zelia curse, man. It is. I agree. Just brought him down. All right, man, so quick touch on the All-Star games. Um, I'm not going to touch on the rookie game because that's more of an alley competition. Let's talk about the uh, Rising Stars and shit like that. Not that's the rookie game. Uh, the slam dunk three-point. Who you got for the slam dunk contest this year? Who's in it? Aaron Gordon's in I it. I got Gordon. That's the, that's the right buddy. off the bat. That's the buddy who sat down in the air last year, right? Right. From the Magic. Who, who got robbed. Who he played for the Magic, He got right? robbed? He got robbed. Oh, man. shit. He played for the Magic. Yeah, I, I mean. He got yeah. robbed with that that uh, judging system. He got robbed, man. In the, it's going to be, uh, we got Aaron Gordon, Derek Jones Jr., right? <laughs> Not to be confused with Derek Jones' bum ass who plays for the Cavs. Um. Who else is out here? I hate when they have no name, motherfuckers. Yeah, I remember, remember Fred back in the Jones. days. Back when you had Vince Fred Carter. Jones, Fred yeah, Jones. Yeah. Remember that? From the Pacers, was it? Yeah, I remember that. Won the slam dunk contest? Oh, man. Glenn Robinson, the third. The third. And DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan? Oh, big ass is DeAndre Jordan's in there. I called it already Gordon. I, I won't say anything about DeAndre Jordan because big guys, I mean, we saw what Dwight did. <laughs> Even though he didn't Overrated. really, he made a layup. No, you, you know, not not dunked. He was throwing the ball in the basket. Yeah, oh, <laughs> but they counted it for whatever reason. So, um, okay. So you you got Aaron Gordon. Right. Uh, what about you, Ray? I got Gordon. Gordon. He was host. I'm gonna pull an upset here. Don't tell me, Junior. I'm gonna pick Derrick Jones Junior. <laughs> and you wonder why? Because nobody knows who this motherfucker is. <laughs> <laughs> And I just want to be that guy that says, Gordon, I told you. <laughs> Jones Jr. knew he was going to be it. You know what I think? So petty, dog. Oh, man. So, um, and you have the All-Star Game MVP as Westbrook. So do I. Who do you got for the All-Star Game MVP? Put LeBron on it. Okay, LeBron going to show up. I think LeBron going to end up really rocking the pine. Just show up and then sit the pine after that. Three-point contest. Anybody from Golden State. <coughs> Is Clay in it? Give me Steve Kerr, man. Get Steve Kerr. <laughs> oh, versus new. Craig Hodges. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, let me pull up the contestants here. Steve, uh, Clay Thompson definitely in <laughs> Clay. it. Uh, I actually picked Clay last year. I thought he was going to be Stephen Curry. Because Stephen Curry, he's been in how many times? Like four times? He only won Enough. once. Some, damn, that's it? Yeah. Has Clay won it once? Clay uh, uh, won once, I believe. He so won. we got Clay, Kemba Walker, oh. Kyrie Irving. Ooh. This is his fourth appearance. I didn't even that's how forgettable his first three were. No, I think he yeah, won. Yeah, last year he went off. Yeah. Kyrie went off last year, but. That's shooting for them two boys. <laughs> we got Kyle Lowry, Wesley Matthews, Eric Gordon, CJ McCollum, and the last one is just fucking hilarious because it all comes back full circle. Swaggy P. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it all begins and ends with Swaggy P. Swaggy P. So Nick Young is in the fucking contest. Nah, man, I'm going. With, I'm going with Clay. You going Clay? Yeah, that stroke he got is a mean stroke, man. It's, he it's should be hungry, man. He should be it's, hungry. It's continuous. It's, he got a perfect shooting. Man, goddamn, he gonna shoot. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm going Clay just because I'm a homer. <laughs> you know, I love my Warriors, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Clay. And I want people to get on the record, man. I had somebody hit me up about this shit about the Warriors. Yo, I've been a fan of the Warriors before Monty Ellis days. I've been oh, somebody of, called you up? Yeah, somebody tried to call me. <laughs> like, stop it. I've been a fan of the Mookie a new fan. Mookie Blaylock, Mark Jackson. I'm talking about Gilbert Arenas, Larry Hughes. You know, I've been a fan of them terrible days. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> the Don Nelson days. That was before the Don Nelson days. Now, the Don Nelson days were great. Don't get it That team was exciting. When you had Barry Davis, Monty Ellis, Corey McGetty, Stephen Jackson, Anthony Tolliver. Yeah, y'all, 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 y'all was the thugs back then. So, I mean, they, they only won one fucking Shot playoff series. Boots. Against Dallas. Epic. Against Dallas. Epic. Epic. But that was a good, and they ruined Dirk's MVP. One versus he won eight. MVP that year <laughs> that he stole from Kobe that year too. God damn, yo, <laughs> yo niggas stole bad MVPs from Kobe. Yo, I swear, yo. No the reason Kobe ain't got it because rape case, dude. That's yeah, why facts, he ain't got no facts, facts. Yeah. Wait, definitely. man, you think that's the reason? Absolutely, yeah, man. Crazy. I think the reason Kobe hasn't got it is because LeBron's been in the league. No, 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 no. no, no. But before, before LeBron that, took over, Kobe should have got at least two or two or three of those MVPs. But mm-hmm. yeah, he was still working on his reputation. I think it's fucking crazy that Kobe and Shaq are <laughs> scoring about twenty nine plus a game. Together. I think it's crazy them niggas only got three ships, but that's a podcast for another day. Ah, uh, you know, the Pistons. The Pistons, man. God. It, it always ends with Detroit. One way or fucking <laughs> another. It always ends with Detroit, yo. I'm going to keep it honest. I didn't even have the Pistons making all that series with Indiana. We need Drummond. I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, shit. Here comes the Lakers fans again. We need Drummond. We need something. I, I will say something about the Pistons. Y'all made a big mistake not taking Carmelo and taking down Darko oh Milicek. No, oh my God. Was it really that bad of a mistake? Yes, it was that bad of a mistake. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Man. I don't think it's that bad of a mistake. Listen, Detroit would have won a couple more rings. I, I promise you. Had he been under Chauncey Billup and them boys, yeah, they, he would have won some rings, man. Because he came out balling. I don't think so. And you want to know why? I'm going to tell you And why. it was in the East. The East was kind of weak at that time, too. No, but I'm going to tell you You want me Detroit? Why. You put, Come on, now. No, I'm going to tell you why. Because the Pistons were so sold on Tayshawn, Melo was not going to get off the bench. And in that team, Melo was not going to score 20 points a game in that type of team that they had. They he would have got off. He definitely would have got off. He, he would have been he their best option. At that time. Scored option. Well, now that we know at that. At that time like, in the post, in the post game. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You didn't know. Just, we we didn't like, know Melo was going to be that. Like we kind of knew, but we did kind of know he was going to be I feel like because be. Detroit and Joe Dumars kind of run that bitch to the ground afterwards. <laughs> I feel like he would have been a six-man probably scoring like 12, 13 points a game before he actually left and then went off somewhere. I feel like that's the way his career would have went. I don't think it's that terrible when you consider the fact that they won a championship as the saving grace. It was terrible because Darker Militia, but... He didn't do nothing. But you know what, though? I won't say that. That's not even really that fair, though, because at that time, 
everybody was picking Milicic to be like the best. Yeah, player. he had his soul because he's an international boy coming over here. Yeah, then when he get true. over here, he ain't shit. There was a lot of international boys who came around that same time period who was trash. Shout out to uh, Rudy Fernandez who came. Oh around. my god! Oh my goodness! <laughs> Shout out to Rudy Fernandez. He had like one couple good dunks that was highlight worthy on ESPN and then vanished. Um, and who's I'm the dead? Mark oh. Navarro. Yeah, Juan Carlos Navarro. There was a few players like that. All right, man. But we can. Uh, the Cavs wrapping up. They just dusted the. I won't say dusted. You won by nine, but they dusted. They were winning the whole game. Dusted the Pacers and wide, we wide. kind of. Uh, dust the books off on this one. Um, again, All Star Weekend is coming up. Everybody enjoy your All Star Weekend. See, this is the treat for men. I want to put this out there, man. What's up? See, we got to throw so much money on this Valentine's Day shit and this that and the third. You know what our treat is? All Star Weekend. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you, NBA. You All understand, right? <laughs> I appreciate something I can say in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shout out. Oh, damn, twenty two for Kyle Cole. But shout out to NBA uh, for you know for hooking us up. But um, yeah, man, it was a good episode, man. It's good. It's good having you here, Lenny, man. It's be, it'll be, uh, thank y'all for let, having me on here, man. I appreciate yeah, definitely. We'll definitely have to get you on here again, man. It was good. It was good talk, a good hip-hop talk, good NBA talk here. Um, yep, but that's it. Dust off the pages. This is a wrap on this one. No homework. And as always, class dismissed, man. Class is dismissed, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Warriors! <laughs>